One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello there, my very good friends. On today's wrestling news, we're going to tell you all about the Orange Cassidy injury on AEW Dynamite. Miro is the new AEW TNT champion. Got the updated card for Double or Nothing 2021, including a stadium stampede match. And John Moxley has a wild new entrance theme in AEW. I'm Adam Wilborn. And I'm Andy Murray. And this is the news. Lots to cover from last night's Dynamite, as you can tell. One of the most all-over-the-place episodes in the company's history. Uh, we'll dive into some of the biggest news stories here, starting with the injury to Orange Cassidy. This was probably the most unfortunate thing yeah. on the whole show because it really did derail uh, what could have been a fantastic match between Cassidy and Pac for contendership for the AEW World title. Uh, Cassidy was not loopy. Uh, he was clearly struggling throughout the match. You could tell when you were watching it. Um, it was largely just, you know, Pac leading him through, controlling him methodically. The pace wasn't there. The comebacks weren't there. There was no snap, zip, or pop to much of the work beyond the first couple of minutes. And the reason for that was because he was hurt. PW Insider have come through with a report on the matter stating that uh, Cassidy was probably hurt uh, taking a sunset flip powerbomb to the outside. Interestingly, that's the same move uh, that uh, Humberto Carrillo got hurt on on this week's episode of Raw. Well, the situations are completely different. Yeah. Carrillo hurt his knee. It looked like Cassidy was knocked out. Um, but there's been speculation that maybe it was off like uh, what, what type of kick did Pac hit him with? Like a Yakuza kick type yeah. deal. Uh, maybe it was that as well. Uh, this led to AEW having to call the finish on the fly. So the original finish for this match was a draw. 20 minute time limit. We'll go to double or nothing and it'll be a triple threat three-way match. Omega, Pac and Cassidy for the belt. That was the original plan. Instead of doing that, they had to have Don Callis come out, distract the referee. Kenny Omega hit Pac with his belt. Neither man, Pac nor Cassidy, could answer a standing 10 count. So it was a draw anyway. And we got to that match anyway. This was just done to preserve Cassidy's position on double or nothing without making him needlessly wrestle uh, for 20 minutes. So uh, we got an update here from Fightful Select as well, saying that Cassidy is said to be okay at the moment coming out of this. So that's good. Yeah. Uh, that outlet is working on sourcing updates on Cassidy's condition. So hopefully there'll be more later today or, or soon. Um, it's a sucky situation and you know it's like the Sheamus versus Carrillo situation that we discussed two days ago um, yes the match wasn't fun to watch after mm. the interview after the injury sorry and it became very awkward but it's it would be disingenuous to criticise anyone from that because situations like this are very difficult you've got to think of the performer's health first credit to Orange Cassidy for trying to fight yeah. on um, but the bravado you know it wasn't needed by the end uh, they did the right thing by cutting this short 
start. It's never going to resonate well when you have to think on the fly and come up with an alternative finish. But it's part of the game. It happened last night. And uh, yeah, man, just hope Orange Cassidy is okay. Yeah, such a shame this. Like you say, Orange Cassidy getting well soon is the main priority here. Hope he, uh, yeah. hope he recovers well enough. Uh, and we still get the triple threat match, of course, at double or nothing uh, at the end of the month. Just, yeah, just disappointing here. This is not the time to be jumping on it and say, well, I guess AEW are doing some more WWE-style finishes. Like, they did what they had to do in that scenario. A 20-minute time limit yeah. draw would have just dragged out what was already a match that was, like you say, struggling because of the issues that have happened in the match. Uh, look, as long as we get the triple threat, like threat match at double or nothing, which is just such an exciting prospect, such a, a varied selection of styles, let's say, clashing for the uh, AEW world title. Uh, I'm really excited for it. Like you say, disappointing that it happened, but, you know, needs must in that sort of scenario. And the main priority, as we keep coming back to, get well soon, Orange Cassidy. Uh, and obviously no blame placed at the feet of Pac. These things just sort of happen. Uh, from one injury that, you know, partially ruined a match to one that made the match last night. It was the TNT Championship match in the main event. Darby Allen, of course, suffering from being thrown down some instead by Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky <laughs> last week. Uh, faced off against Miro, formerly known as Rusev, if you're not keeping up at the back. And Miro defeated Darby Allen. Darby Allen did put in a spirited, you know, defense of his title. Some great comebacks. Maybe even looked like he was just going to steal it at the end and, and get away, despite the fact that Miro had been murdering him for 10 minutes. Uh, but in the end, Miro reversed a coffin drop or counted a coffin drop uh, into a game over that looked like it snapped Darby Allen's spine, if I'm perfectly yeah. honest. Uh, Miro She's becomes cool the stuff. fourth person to win the TNT Championship, the fifth reign overall. Uh, of course, Miro in the following the footsteps of Cody Rhodes, Brody Lee, and Darby Allen until he took the title off. And uh, yeah, what a turnaround for Miro in AEW, Andy, because I think a lot of people looked at the way he started there and went, Ooh, I'm not too sure about all this video game yeah. bollocks, but what a turnaround, especially in the last few weeks. And uh, yeah, real coming out party, I thought, in the main event Definitely. last night. Yeah, definitely. We're, we're at the point that a lot of people, ourselves included, had been hoping for, and um, perhaps earlier in Miro's run. We're there now, however, and it comes at the end of a Darby Allen TNT title run that was a proven quarter-hour ratings draw as well. And this title run was very successful, TV-wise, yeah. and so I'm really interested to see what Miro can do next. I thought the match was excellent, and if you want my in-depth thoughts on it, check out the Ups and Downs article on our website, probably around about the time this video goes live. A uh, couple, couple of final things I want to say about this Andy uh, if you haven't already go and check on Twitter for Darby Allen's speech after he lost the title well worth checking that out and now Miro I believe a two company TV champion he's won it here in AEW and he stole that monitor in WWE so there you go two time TV <laughs> champion <laughs> Eat your heart out, Kenny Omega and Ultimo Dragon. We got some card updates now uh, for Double or Nothing 2021, which got something like five new matches last night. Crazy. Before last night, we already had Hikaru Shida versus Britt Baker for the Women's World title. Now, we're getting another Stadium Stampede match. Very interesting. The Pinnacle versus Inner Circle. If you want my thoughts on the bubbly bath, mm. check out the article uh, later on as well. But that's coming together, hopefully more of a serious tone rather than the comedic tone of the first Stadium Stampede match, which is my favourite comedy match of all time. Uh, we have some other matches as well. What have we got? We got Cody Rhodes versus Anthony Agogo. That's going down, interestingly. It's like Agogo's first major singles match. He had that squash uh, on Dynamite the other week, but... Big test for him, but he's mm. in there with one of the best in the business. Looking forward to that. That's interesting. The American Ross dream, Gold nonetheless. 
Yeah, absolutely, man. Uh, that was uh, that was an interesting segment as well. Check the article. Uh, Brian Cage versus Taz, I have written down here. That's not correct. Uh, Brian, Brian Cage is rematching Hangman Page, uh, following on from the recent squash of Page, effectively, by Cage the other week. We're also getting a casino battle royale. The people confirmed for that so far are Matt Seidel and Christian Cage. And on top of that, the Young Bucks have challenged Eddie Kingston and John Moxley to step up and challenge for the World Tag Team titles. That's not confirmed yet because the Young Bucks have got to beat the Varsity Blondes first. So Double or Nothing is shaping up nicely. Looks like a good card. And uh, I'm looking forward to all these matches, honestly. Yeah, yeah, really turned around what, you know, it was a card a lot of people were speculating on because we had Blood and Guts. And it's like, well, we've only got three and a half weeks or whatever it is uh, after Blood and Guts till, till Double or Nothing. But my God, they've turned it around very, very quickly. Uh, obviously, the triple threat with the Omega Pack and uh, Orange Cassidy to look forward to, too. It's shaping up to be a fantastic card. And uh, yeah, can't wait for that. And well, it's just a mad time to be a wrestling fan. It is such an exciting time. We've got Backlash, WrestleMania Backlash this weekend. It's non-stop and I can't get enough of it, I'm perfectly honest. And speaking of stuff we can't get enough of, John Moxley has a new entrance theme in AEW. He opened the show last night defending his IWGP United States Championship against Yuji Nagata. Uh, Moxley retained in a very enjoyable match. Go and check that out if you haven't already. But he's also got a new entrance theme. He uh, was previously coming out to the Violent Idols unscripted violence track. Now he is coming out to the Trogs with bloody wild thing. You make my heart <laughs> sing. Wow. Magic. Uh, it's added to the collection of uh, um, rights that they've acquired in AEW. We've got Where's My Mind for Orange Cassidy. We've got uh, Tarzan Boy from Baltimore for Jungle Boy. Uh, it's, it's just, I really like what they're doing with all this, Andy. And it's inevitably going to lead to more speculation. Do let us know in the comments who should get what extra songs in AEW or wherever. Uh, because I really like this development. Yeah, it's great. This was awesome. It was such a nice surprise at the start of the show. Uh, John Moxley coming out to Wild Thing. It's like there are already enough parallels, right, between that man, the coolest wrestler in the world right now, and the coolest wrestler of all time at Sushi Anita, mm. now using the same entrance theme. Uh, like you know, like two or three months after the exploding barbed wire death match, with which Onita made famous and popularized. It's really cool. It's a nice little touch. It's another slice of wrestling nerddom from Tony Khan, who loves this. Loves this stuff, Danny. He? he loves uh, yeah. drawing these lines between classic people and people of now and, and calling on his own fandom and knowledge of the sport. I love this. Uh, I've enjoyed all of the licensed entrance themes so far. I liked Moxley's old theme. Mm -hmm. I actually thought that was one of the better ones in AEW. It was really good. Uh, but how, how do you beat Wild Thing, man? This was awesome. Yeah, fantastic. Right, let's move on to your Twitter questions. At WhatCultureWWE, of course, we're going to get in touch with us. First question today comes from Mike on the mic, and it is about SCU. SCU, of course, officially no more after failing to defeat the Young Bucks and bleeding all over Nick Jackson's shoes West. or Matt Jackson's shoes maybe actually on uh, on last night's show um, I really enjoyed that match Christopher Daniels bleeding all over the place but Mike on the mic says uh, after last night's Dynamite do you feel that that was the best send off for SCU or do you think they should have had one last run as tag champions making each title defence a sudden death match where they lose the title where if they lose they'll lose the titles and break up 
So yeah, I, th this is something I've spoken about a few times, but I am strongly against the idea of like the gold watch title run. Yeah. Like for someone who's worked hard and deserved it and been here for a long time. For me, that's not how you book championships with credibility. Uh, it's my personal preference on the matter. Other people are different and that's cool. Let's have a conversation about it. Um, but I, I don't think that's a good way to book championships. So I thought the way they went out last night was the right way to do it. I thought it was a nice dramatic match, very emotional. Uh, one thing I will say about that match is that I wish they'd lingered on the moment yes. a little longer yeah. afterwards. It felt like the loss happened and then the TV show immediately went backstage. I would have liked like a nice minute or two of Kazarian and Daniels coming to terms with what had happened. But I thought that the framework of where we got to this point was very solid. Yeah, exactly. Deliberate botch by Daniels. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. He knows. He knows. He's a smart guy. But watch that sure. again in replay and went... Yeah, I mean, I can't do that any any time, but he'd get closer to the ropes if it was an actual thing he was trying Definitely. to do. But yeah, I thought that was a lovely touch. And uh, yeah, again, just so bloody. It was when he like locked up with one of the young bucks and then just had this red patch all over them. Sweet Jesus. But yeah, got to echo what Andy says. I just wish that was my real issue with the conclusion to all that. Just let us soak in the fact that SCU are no more. Even if you've only been following AW and SCU for a brief time, you know how clearly important this is with the video package they showed beforehand. That's the only issue I had with it all. Uh, and yeah, it's a shame they didn't do it on the pay-per-view, but you can understand with, with Moxley and Kingston waiting in the wings why they're going for that one. Uh, Seth Bracker gives us our second question of the day saying, good morning, gentlemen. So maybe I'm a cynical bastard. We all are, Seth. Uh, but I feel like Stadium Stampede is no way an escalation of blood and guts. Do you think AEW may be trying to capitalise a bit too much when you should have kept the inner circle off TV for a while? I agree 125%, my friend. Um, yeah, I completely share your concerns. The first Stadium Stampede was a comedy match. It was class. I loved it. But it was a comedy match and we've just come off this violent, hateful blood and guts match where someone's gonna die. The tone is very interesting. However, I do trust AEW and the performers involved mm -hmm. not to have a comedy match this time around. It'll be interesting to see how they approach it. Um, but I have that level of trust in the process at the moment. I would have also, however, liked to see the inner circle take a bit of time off to yeah. really sell the match. It felt like Jericho, yes, he had his arm all strapped up and now he's got a dislocated shoulder or whatever. But man, just take a few weeks off. Yeah. You know, you guys are beating up, you're battered, you're bruised and everything else. You've, we've seen your war wounds, but really sell it, really put it over the top. Um, that would have been a more enjoyable thing for me personally, uh, but hopefully they deliver on the pay-per-view. Yeah, I think, I think the thing that maybe salvaged it was the fact that the escalation is if the inner circle lose, they are done, they are split effectively. Um, but I, yeah, I would have appreciated just to allow the pinnacle their moment. Max in his wonderful crown fits him so well. Um, I, I don't know. I feel it's a bit of a bit of a sudden shift that. But uh, as Michael Citrick tweeted this morning, very interesting to see how FTR cut a stadium in half. Uh, right, final question today <laughs> comes from Dan Brotherton, who says, uh, Hi, lads. I've only recently discovered Dan Housen, and he is my new nice. <laughs> favourite. Me too, Dan. Uh, curious to know if you think he would work in AEW. Him and Orange would be fun either as opponents or as a team. Yeah, I think he would. Um, I was a bit dubious thinking about Dan Housen before he went into Ring of Honor. I was mm. like, this is great. Like, he's thrown everything into this character and come up with something really creative and unique and interesting um, on the indies. You, when you see an act like that and you wonder, how's that going to translate to TV? How's that going to come across like on a, a grander stage, like a, a glossier production and everything else? 
But in Ring of Honor, he's been great. He's yeah. got his own little lane over there. Uh, the way they film his ring entrance and everything else is really cool. And he hasn't had to compromise any of the character. He's worked well there. I think he would work well on TNT as well. Uh, all in on the Danhausen. He's very nice, very evil. And uh, yeah, love that Danhausen, man. Also, very quick nod to friend of the channel, Chris Van Vliet, who got Danhausen to wear some human makeup and do an interview with him recently. Well worth checking that one out very as good. well. And we'll move on to today's and finally, and just a, a nod to Drew McIntyre and Sasha Banks, who were overwhelmingly voted as the cover superstars for WWE 2K22. Congratulations to them, Andy. And please, WWE, make a good game just for once, please, because yeah. I want to play it. I want to play it, but I've had my fingers burnt too many times. Yeah, man, the last two Ks have not stuck the landing, have they? The last few of those. You know, the problem with these games, for me personally, is that they're too complicated. There's just there's too many buttons, and I gotta do No, I don't want a simulation, I want fun. But then they came out with 2K Battlegrounds, and it was like, hey, you want more fun? Let's go all the way yeah. in that direction to the point that it's not fun. You gotta find that middle ground for me. So, hoping for a better game with fewer glitches, that would be the main point. Yeah, that just. just make it yeah make a game that works first of all and then let's add the <laughs> yeah. fun elements to it but yeah the missus got me a battlegrounds with the switch on christmas and i was like oh cool mario kate mario kart 8 it is again then so <laughs> please please but yeah congratulations drew more and sasha more than deserving of being the cover superstars for that game and inevitably bailey's probably going to kick off about this on smackdown after she's shooting on the bloody bella twins as well let us know your thoughts on that <laughs> and all today's news stories in the comment section down below uh, and the sure. entrance theme you'd like to use for yourself if you could pick any song in the world let us know uh, uh, in the comments yeah don't forget to like share and subscribe and subscribe to what culture wrestling on either itunes spotify wherever you get your podcast from for daily wrestling podcasts very excited to talk with the Dudley boys about AW Dynamite a little bit later on today. Plus, let us know your thoughts, Twitter questions on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE. Watch there, follow both of us. You can follow Andy Murray at... At Andy H. Murray. The H stands for Hugo, which is the name of my sister's dog. Good boy, Hugo. <laughs> Come here. He's a little rascal, man. He's a little scandal. <laughs> Follow me on Twitter at Adam Wilbur. Follow us all at WhatCultureWWE. But for now, my thanks, Andy Murray. Thank you for watching. And we will see you soon. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.